Welcome everyone to another episode of the Empowerment Minutes podcast. This is Maureen Quende, your podcast host, learning leader, researcher, speaker, and leadership coach. I often get asked about the tools new instructional designers use in our field. So I thought to come up with a list of tools for you all, instructional designers who are new to the field or those who are transitioning into the field, to help you out in your ID journey. So this list is not in any specific order. So the first tool I would suggest is Office 365. So you can use PowerPoint to create a simple course. Depending on your audience, PowerPoint might be all you need, right? So with PowerPoint, the possibilities are endless. You can have the option to create a fancy course in in PowerPoint, no question. However, if you're not able to put together a fancy design, PowerPoint also has so many beautiful templates that you can take advantage of. So you can select a template, customize it. With PowerPoint, you can add some voice over to your slides, insert some graphics into your presentation. You can watch many videos on YouTube on how to use PowerPoint if you need to. Now, within Office 365, we also have Microsoft Word and Excel, and those can also be used to create instructional design processes. You can also use PowerPoint or Word or even Excel to create storyboards or even prototypes of the course you're trying to create. Office 365 also has OneDrive where you can store your course files if you would like. You can, of course, store the files on your computer. The next tool I would suggest is Articulate 360. I would say Articulate 360 is an awesome tool that you can use to create courses from scratch, or you can import some of these courses that you've created in PowerPoint into Articulate Storyline and then work off it. Articulate Storyline allows you to create even a simple linear course And once you become even more experienced, you can go from a simple linear course to create many, you know, branching scenarios, a more um, engaging course. Learners always want courses that are engaging. So it's important for you to learn how to include some interactive components within your courses. So with Articulate Storyline, you have so many options. You can add states, you can add variables, you can even add layers, you can add sliders, interactive quizzes. Oh my God, there's so many options. So as you become more familiar with Storyline, you can explore and include so many of these options that I talked about and even those I didn't talk about, right? So just remember to start small, you know, just start create a, you know, a simple linear course. And from there, you can expand. You can look at even uh, different scenarios that you can include in your course. You can even record videos and add to your course and those other options. Now, with Articulate 360, you can also create simple courses using RICE, right? So that's also an option. And the Articulate uh, review is great for your teams to review your projects or projects that you're working on. So I would always recommend uh, Articulate 360 as well. Now, my next option or next tool I want to suggest is Audacity. Audacity is a free and open source digital audio editor and recording application software. 
Audacity is available for Windows as well as uh, Mac users. Right, so you might need to include audio recording in your course, right? And so if you don't want to use um, articulate um, audio option, or maybe you're sourcing out your audio recording to another person. So what they can do is they can record the audio for your slides or for your uh, content and then provide you the recording in a suitable format. Now you can import it into a storyline and then, you know, be able to make edits from there. So that's another option. Um, Audacity is free, so I would always, you know, recommend you use Audacity as well. My next tool I want to suggest is FreePeak. And what is FreePeak? It's a source for free and unpaid images, icons, and photos. Because we want to see our courses brought to life, right? You want to include, you know, some images, some graphics in your courses. Um, you want to include avatars. You can include so many things to jazz up your courses. So when you go to FreePeak, um, you don't necessarily have to pay the premium options. You can start small by sourcing the free uh, images, icons, or photos. So because FreePeak offers a wide catalog of free resources where you can find by filtering free. And from there, um, you can include the graphics in your course. And within FreePeak, it even, I like it because you can edit some of your images and then save them and then import them into your course. You can even edit the colors to match the color scheme of your the course you're creating. So they all look, you know, uh, seamless. So that's one thing that I can suggest, you know, one tool I would suggest when it comes to um, sourcing um, images, icons, and photos. There are so many other sites where you can find graphics online. Um, you have iStock photos, you have like so many options, but I prefer Prepeak for someone who's starting off because it's free, right? And it's pretty st straightforward. The site is user-friendly, so you'll be able to navigate the site easily. Just find what you want and go ahead and use it. As long as you provide credit for the free resources that you get from the site, you should be fine using FreePeak, right? So as you're now um, being, you know, more confident designing your material, then you'd have, you know, an array of many more options that you can take advantage of when it comes to graphics, uh, you know, and that, that kind of thing. My next tool I want to talk about is Snagit. Right, so Snagit is a screen capture tool. It's used to capture screenshots to include in your training. I have used Snagit for so many years and it works great, you know, to capture screenshots, especially, you know, for technical training or when you're creating a step-by-step -step participant guide. So think about, you know, if someone needs some, put, needs you to put together a training on maybe how to use Zoom, for example, right? So you need to, to show them how they can use their panels, how they can use, you know, the different effects, different options, right? So once you snag it to capture the exact photos uh, or screenshots from that specific tool, then, you know, it's even nicer um, when it comes to technical training. All right, so I always recommend Snagit to capture your screenshots, right? And Snagit is a tool by TechSmith. Um, so that's the person who created that tool. This leads us to the next tool I'm going to recommend, which is Camtasia. So Camtasia is also um, a tool by uh, TechSmith. 
and it's a video recording and editing tool that as a new instructional designer, you would need to capture your, uh, do a video of your work. So you may need to record one of the courses or more that you have created and maybe upload to YouTube or maybe share with the team, or you can even just record part of the course and use it as a teaser, you know, for marketing purposes, you know, just want to share with people. If you sign up for this course, you're going to learn about this or that. So Camtasia is great for that purpose. Having a portfolio is a key aspect of your job search as potential employers would like to see a sample of the courses you create in Articulate 360, for example. So you can set the course to play mode and then use Camtasia to capture it as a recording. And then you can post it on YouTube, use the link and share it on your website. That's one tip, you know, one way of using uh, the recordings that you make using Camtasia. Of course, Camtasia is not the only uh, video recording tool. You also have uh, Screencast-O-Matic uh, that you can take advantage of, but I just prefer Camtasia. So those are six tools that I've mentioned so far. And so I'm going to talk about the last one that I would recommend is Canva. Canva is just so great. It's a free graphic design platform that's great for making invitations. You can use them to create business cards. You can use them, you know, to create Instagram posts and create your your resume as well. So Canva, I love it. It has a wide array of features and it allows you to edit photos without, you know, you having an extensive photo editing knowledge or experience. You're new in the field. You might not even know how to edit photos. You might not even, you know, how to make all those changes with your images, right? So you don't have to go in and start taking, learning how to do that. By signing up with Canva, it even gives you like a free option. Then you can learn you know, how to do those. Just gives you a few tips here and there to be able to edit the photos that you can save them and then download them from Canva and upload them, you know, to your projects. One cool thing that I like about Canva is that you can use it to create fancy job aids, right? Participants always appreciate a little cheat sheet or a checklist, right? So they need something that they can refer to after the training or that can be a refresher that they can uh, maybe uh, go back to when they want to use uh, training, the, the information that they learn from the training. All right. So those are the seven tools that I recommend for anyone who's at the beginning of their journey. And one last thing I want to talk about is once you become familiar with these tools, now I recommend that you create three or four course samples that really showcase your skills, right? Because anyone who's hiring a new instructional designer needs to see some course samples. So they know that you're able to do the work, right? Then that would help you to land your next job. All right. So you want to create a portfolio. So to create a portfolio, you can use, you know, sites like WordPress. You can even use Wix or you can use maybe a Weebly, for example. Once you have create, create these sites, you can use a template and then uh, save it in there, pop it in there. And once the courses are made available on the portfolio side, you can now share the links with recruiters or you can add to your social media page like LinkedIn, right? In the about page, you can put your link there. So once you have 
a recruiter looking at your profile on LinkedIn, they can see that link and once they click on the link, they can go to your portfolio and see the kind of work that you are able to create. And that would definitely work to your advantage because not everyone does that, right? But once someone is able to dedicate the time to, to create samples of their courses, then they know that this person can actually do the work and they'll be more than happy to give you that job opportunity. All right. So I hope you all newbie instructional designers find this list useful and find these tips useful as you get started in your instructional design journey. I'm so excited that you're starting this journey in instructional design. I have been in the field for over 15 years and this is a journey that I believe you're going to enjoy and just stick with it. Learn, learn, learn. And before you know it, you're going to be a pro at it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope to see you on the next one. Thanks again. Bye-bye.